So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Blog Talk Radio. here in Poetry Superhighway Live. It's an open reading in every sense of the word. Every sense. A couple of things going on with Poetry Superhighway I wanted to let you know about. First of all, you might be aware that we just completed our great poetry exchange at the uh, end of February. That's where we uh, ask you to sign up to promise to send a book of poetry to somewhere else in the world, to someone else in the world, And in exchange, you'll receive a book of poetry from yet another participant. So we had 76 people sign up this year, and already more than half of those have have notified me that they've sent out their books to the other people who they were assigned to. If you are a participant, uh, you should expect to receive your book soon. I just want to remind you that Uh, The deadline to send out your book, and specifically the deadline to let me know that you've sent out your book, which is part of the obligation when you sign up, is this coming Saturday, March 16th. You have to notify me by then, or else annoying follow-up emails come, and no one wants that. So send out your book if you haven't, and notify me if you haven't, and then no annoying follow-up mail will come to you. So there you go. Uh, If for some reason you participated and you haven't received the email from me letting you know where to send your book, send me a note. uh, Send me an email saying, hey, Rick, I never got that, and I will be more than happy to uh, resend that to you. Sometimes email doesn't go through. I don't know why, but it just happens that way, and I just want to make sure that uh, you have the information you need in order to be able to participate as you signed up too. Uh, So perhaps you didn't participate in this project, and uh, that's okay. Uh, We've got another one coming up. It's even easier to participate in, kind of, in that you don't have to mail anything to uh, anyone else. Um, I always forget about that. That's the secret end of the Poetry Superhighway Live scene, which I've been meaning to edit out. (laughs) Anyway, uh, coming up for April, we will be uh, having our annual ebook free for all. So this is for those of you who don't have print books, or I suppose even if you do have a print book, you could participate in this. You have to have an ebook, uh, specifically in PDF format. And throughout the month of April, National Poetry Month, we will be uh, asking you to sign up to uh, contribute your ebook to the free for all. So you'll sign up online. You'll uh, upload the PDF of your book at that time. And then at the end of uh, the month, actually on May 1st, proper for 24 hours, all of the ebooks that are contributed will be available to freely download for 24 hours. 
then at the end of that 24-hour period, uh, they will no longer be available. And uh, uh, shortly thereafter, I'll put up a, a, a page uh, listing how many times each one was downloaded. So that's kind of cool. I mean, no one actually wins anything for getting the most downloads, but everyone kind of wins because everyone in the world can download all of these cool free poetry ebooks. So more on that uh, towards the uh, well, really more on that on uh, April first when the whole project launches. One more thing I want to tell you about uh, for National Poetry Month, we are going to be uh, creating a new poetry superhighway project in which we will be basically participating in the National Poetry. Oh, I forget what the abbreviation is, but basically the thing where you write a poem every month. So what we're going to uh, every day of National Poetry Month. So we're going to see if we can uh, inspire people to do that by publishing a different writing prompt every day during National Poetry Month, every day during the month of April. So um, in the next week or so, during the, the second, the last two weeks of this month, uh, we're going to put up a special form for you to uh, submit a writing prompt. So only, uh, well, let's see, how many days are in April? Are there any days as in April? April, 30. So we're going to publish 30 uh, writing prompts uh, chosen from people who submit their writing prompts online. So get your writing prompts ready if you would like to be considered to have one of your writing prompts published. I'm getting confused just thinking about this. But anyway, more information on that coming soon. It's a new project that the Poetry Superhighway is doing. You'll have the opportunity to write 30 different poems from 30 writing prompts that we publish. And you'll have the opportunity to submit a writing prompt. Just get on our email list, for God's sakes. Uh, it's all going to be on there. We're going to post it to the Facebook group as well. We're going to tweet it. You know, we've got a Twitter account as well. You, you could follow us if you want. All right, did I mention my name is Rick Lupert? I'm the guy behind the Poetry Superhighway. I am, and that's true. Uh, call in. The number if you'd like to call in and read a poem is area code 646-716-7362. I will, uh, I'll put you on the air in the uh, order that you call in, um, and I will identify you by the phone number that you have called in, by the uh, area code that is. A um, couple of things you should know. Sometimes if you're calling in from a blocked number, um, it just appears as a series of ones on uh, my screen. So I might uh, say, all right, person who has a bunch of ones there. And you just kind of have to say hello, and then we'll know it's you. I also want to point out that if you're listening on the phone uh, to call in, that there is a delay with what you hear on the computer. So... Uh, if you're waiting online to call in, you should listen on the phone and not on the computer because then you won't hear me announce your area code and there'll be some awkward silence and I won't realize what's happening and I'll probably hang up on you and that'll just have us all feeling bad. So uh, if you do call in, and I hope you do because it's a great opportunity for you to read a poem and uh, tell us about what's going on in your poetry world Maybe you have a reading coming up. Maybe you have a new book out. Maybe you want to tell us about your website, uh, any of that kind of stuff. Um, it's all welcome here on Poetry Superhighway Live. All righty. Moving on. Again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our first caller is from the 818 area code. Hello, 818. Hello. Hi, who's this? Ivan Dreyer. Hi, Ivan. Welcome back. Thank you. How's everything in uh, Northridge, is it? Beautiful day today. Very lovely. Quite a change from the previous few. Yes. The sun is so comforting, isn't it? Yes. It's amazing to see that big bright thing in the sky. I I do want to warn you that you, um, you uh, shouldn't stare directly at it. Yes, I'm uh, full aware of that. I'm an amateur astronomer, so I, I've uh, learned that many years ago. You have to be very careful and use some kind of sunshade, uh, like a welder's glass or 
or specially made solar glasses. But most people don't go around looking at the sun anyway unless there's an eclipse. That's true. I uh, I rarely stare at the sun myself, so this is good advice. Yeah. So, Ivan, do you have a poem for us? I do, yes. It's entitled Triangle. Conceived in a seeming innocence, a sudden catching of your eye, a fleeting flirtation that apparently passed on. Then began a subtle courtship. He was a persistent suitor, and slowly it progressed until you were hit over heels. It was at first just physical. He set your head into a spin, left you limp and breathless. We knew you had it bad. I would come in and find you gone, away on furtive assignations. Oh, you'd return and for a time be mine, but easy interludes would shrink. And now you're firmly in his thrall. Though I try to pull you back, his attraction is too strong, a force I cannot counter. While you may say you're mine, I know your heart and mind are his. Initials branded on your brain. We seldom speak his name. Sustained alone by fading hope, accepting that in time it's hopeless. A simple cuckold. I've stayed on. Two-timed by you and your M.S. Nice, Ivan. Thank you. I'm afraid it... it has proceed come out of uh, actuality in my case. Well, that uh, you know, when art can come from our real life, that's uh, that's not a bad thing. Um, uh, you know, if you have an unfortunate experience, one of the one of uh, or an experience that you, that you wish you hadn't had or wish that it had turned out differently, uh, you know, the very least you can do is is uh, reclaim the power from the experience by. Uh, by by turning it into a poem. Yes, I must say this has been bubbling up in in my consciousness for quite some time. But it was uh, prodded by actually by a contest. Seems all of my poems of late proceed from contests uh, about love and loss, and and this one certainly resonated with me. Well, that's um, you're definitely not alone uh, with those themes in. Uh, in poetry, uh, going back to probably the very beginning of poetry. So, um, so if that provides any comfort uh, uh, as you go on with your process, uh, you're participating in a, in, a, in a hugely great tradition. Yes, I'm aware. Thank you very much. Sure. Um, anything, uh, anything poetically going on with you that you want to uh, mention besides uh, uh, what you've talked about—a website, a book, or anything uh, new publication? No, actually, uh, the book I'm going to be writing is about uh, my history with my uh, laser shows. I don't have any plans for a poetry book, although I guess I have enough of them to put one together someday, maybe. Your laser shows, what, what's what's that? Uh, I was the creator of Laserium Laser Shows. And, you created, uh, you, you invented that whole thing? Yes. Uh-huh. Wow, that's amazing. I've been going to Laserium shows on and off since I was in, well, since... Since the '80s, you know, the late right. '80s, I guess, um, and um, have had many enjoyable experiences uh, there. So, um, what a how cool to uh, to, uh, to to be speaking to the person who's responsible for that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm very pleased to have been able to bring it to so many people. Yeah. Wow. You're 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 a celebrity, Ivan. As far as I'm concerned. I'm not sure about that, but. Uh... It's a delight to be able to participate in this kind of presentation and uh, providing entertainment that's of a different nature from that usually consumed. Well, Ivan, here's an idea uh, for you to, to think about if you have any uh, influence in, in, in what gets programmed for Laserium shows. Combining um, poetry, uh, spoken word poetry with with Laserium. Actually, we did a show back in 1980, our first classical show, Crystal Odyssey that uh, had a narrative and characters. Um, so I guess it was certainly spoken word. I don't know if it would be poetry, but it, maybe it could be called that. At any rate, uh, that was a departure from our previous shows, which was simply music and uh, imagery. Yeah, well, like I'm saying, I mean, there, there's so many amazing spoken word artists who um, 
Um, and I just think it would be so cool for uh, you know for for a laser a laserium artist to um, to see what they could do with 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 the kind of spoken art that's that's happening out there. <laughs> you know, send me an email. Let's you know if you think this okay. is something that we that we might be able to uh, to work on. Maybe we could uh, we could at least continue the conversation. All right. All right, Ivan. Thanks so much for calling. You're welcome. All right, take it easy. That was uh, Ivan Dreyer calling from uh, right here in Southern California, Northridge, California. Uh, the inventor of Laserium. How cool is that? I don't know how many of you have seen a Laserium show over the last few decades. I, I know I have, and 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 it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for Ivan. Uh, besides the fact that he's uh, participating as a as a poet in his own right here in our show. So cool. So cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. A question just came up in the chat room, uh, can you Skype in? I'm pretty sure you can because that's how, that's how I connect, and I know other people connect via Skype. Um, the, what I see when I'm running the show is different than what uh, what what you might see uh, when, you're, when you go to the show page, but I'm, I'm fairly sure – there's a, a click to talk button or a Skype button when you go to the page or the page that you're on right now if you're listening to the show is, is what it would be. Uh, unless, of course, you're listening to the show in the archive, uh, which means this is happening in the past and you probably won't be able to call in unless you have some kind of technology that I'm not aware of. All right, so the number again, 646-716-7362. That's the number. Call in. We want to hear your poem. Our next caller is from... The 562 area code. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Who's this? This is Samuel Benjamin calling from Los Angeles. Hi, Samuel. Nice to meet you. Okay. I'm Rick. All right, Rick. Pleased to meet you. So you got a poem for us? Absolutely. From my new book, which is titled My Recipe for Love. And the poem is titled Send Me Your Love. I found myself in a spell to think of you as my heart pounding for love far away. The calling of my hunger is for a surrender that won't let go. Feel this impression, my thoughts upon your mind. It will move you like a butterfly. Let me tell you, seeing your love through these eyes passionately sends my emotions to say these very words. Love me now. And forever be that temptation. And that's that poem. Very nice, Samuel. Congratulations Thanks. on your on your new book. Yeah, I I'm placing the link in the chat room. Uh oh. you can get that you can get that book at Create Space as well. Uh, and it has over two hundred pages in the book of something like I just read to this afternoon. That's so cool. You know, I use Create Space for for my books as well, and it, it's such a um, it's such a a great resource for people just to get books out there, and not just get them printed, but get them up on Amazon and everything. I mean, it, it's it's making it's making publishing accessible to to everyone, really. Don't you think? Absolutely, it's a great tool to use, uh, and if you're uh, going to do it yourself, it will cost you practically nothing out of your pocket hardly and uh i mean I, I had my book cover done by a graphic artist and i paid for expanded distribution and all i paid was 110 dollars <laughs> to get my book done and it's out everywhere yeah. it's well done it is well done so I, i'm uh, gonna continue to use create space until i find someone better yeah, I like them. I've I've used uh you know I've been uh putting books out for a while and I've used a bunch of different um uh sort of print on demand basically type type places and and uh, no one offers th there's no one cheaper and no one offers kind of the distribution that they do as well. So it's uh it's pretty good. Yeah, I I definitely recommend it if you're someone who um who is listening who who who's wondering how to put a book out by yourself. Um, uh, check out Create Space. You, uh, there's a link right on the uh, Poetry Superhighway uh, website. Uh, uh, click on Classifieds. There's a link to them right there, um, and it's 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 pretty easy. So Sam, you're you're in LA. Do you participate in any uh, readings here in town? 
Uh, yes, I do. Around the city um, tonight, I'm going to be at the Jinga Jinga. That's in Lemurk Park in the Crenshaw District. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that show starts at eight. Uh, and then I'm, I, I do Long Beach and other parts of Los Angeles and Inglewood. I'll be featuring May 3rd at Swam's in Inglewood at Larry's Jamaican Restaurant. Um, and I'll start my tour, which is taking me to the East Coast, and it's called Love in the Round. So I'll be starting my tour May 3rd. Excellent. Congratulations. That's uh, I, I like the idea of uh, the Jamaican restaurant, you know, dinner and a show. Dinner and a show and, and a live band that's hosted by Mr. Lorenzo Frank, who who's a phenomenal poet in, in himself. So um, I recommend that. That's a good uh, spot to go to. That's on the first and third Fridays of every month. Cool. All right. Well, uh, Sam, one last thing. Do you have a website or something if people want to check out your links to all this stuff? <laughs> Well, uh, they can find me on my Facebook page, and uh, that's at uh, www.facebook.com slash complicatedpassions. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, Samuel, thank you so much for calling in, and um, and uh, good luck with all the stuff that you're doing. Thank you. All right, take it easy. Call again. All right, Steve. Bye. That was uh, uh, Samuel Benjamin calling here from uh, right here from Los Angeles. He's got a new book out uh Passion, complicated passions, my recipe for love. You can see the link to it in the um, in the chat room. Uh, chat room is a great place to post links that you mention on the air, so that way uh, people don't have to worry about typing them in. They could just see them right there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Um, wow, all these uh, Southern Cal people getting in um, right away. I see someone from the 310 area code. Hi. Hi. Who, who am I talking to? Oh, I didn't know I was on. Jean Colonymous. Hi, Jean. Hi. What is your name, Steve? Um, no, it's Rick. Rick. Okay. <laughs> but um, I heard of Steve somehow. <laughs> well, you know, I I frequently hear Steves. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's something I've been talking to to people about, and I'm trying to get it resolved, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but in the meantime, if it makes you more comfortable to no, call me Steve, no, that's, that's Rick fine is too. Fine. <laughs> that's and funny. you're calling from from uh, Los Angeles as well, is uh, that right? Yes, I'm calling from a little mountain town called Topanga. Oh which yes, is, of course. Oh, you know it. Okay. <laughs> Topanga Canyon. It's uh, right. Lovely. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's Jean, the, do, you, do you do you have a poem for us? I do. It's a shorty pop, and um, it's called, the title is Dear Age. Dear Age, I'm happy to report the lines on my face are still double-spaced. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that, was, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> Still double-spaced. Uh, yeah. Um, so you're, you're here in Southern Cal. Do you do you do any? Have you been to any readings in town? Is there some place that you go to every now and then to read? Yes, I do. Actually, in Malibu, there's a wonderful woman by the name of Ann Buxy, and she does in-home concerts. Um, I was just at one last night. It's a. Uh, she does two things. Four times a year, she does storytellers, which was last night, mm. and she gets a crowd of like eighty people, which is quite a huge crowd. And then four times a week, I mean uh, four times a month, Ellen Reich and Ellen Cohn produce a program of poetry at Ann Buxy's house, uh, and um, I read there. I've read as a storyteller. I also read up in Ojai, um, well, Ventura County. Um, I don't know, Phil Taggart and Marcia Delo produce up there. Yeah. Uh, you know them. 
I do. I, I recently read – well, actually, I'm sorry. I, I do, I've known them for quite some time, but I, I recently read for Jackson Wheeler, and both Phil and Marcia were were there oh. at the museum series in uh, Oxnard, I guess it was. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, I'm, I've been trying to get uh, Marcia to read at the reading I host at the Cobalt on Tuesday nights, which is – uh, uh, right off of Topanga Canyon in Canoga Park. Um, oh wow! And, and uh, had and, and it looks like she's uh, going to be reading later in the year. Uh, there, she's oh, a wonderful. Oh, I have to write this down. Uh, Cobalt. Cobalt Cafe. It's Tuesday nights at nine o'clock um, uh, on Sherman Way, just west of Topanga. Uh, it's an open reading, uh, and there's a featured reader as well um, every week. And wow. uh, um, you can go to poetrysuperhighway.com slash cobalt, you know, for more information in the upcoming Okay. Schedule. Great. I'll post that link in the chat room as well. Um, so, Jean, um, do you do you have a website or anything that uh, people can check I out? I don't if people wanna... yet. I'm working okay. on – I do have a personal Facebook page. Okay. But, um, and that's www. Uh, jcolonymous.com, I think it is. I'm not, I'm sort of um, technically challenged. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, we'll just try to stick between the lines and I think we'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> There's still double space. <laughs> it's good. You know, you, you never know when you're going to need that space to stick something in. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's good that it's still there. All right, well, Jean, uh, so delightful to hear your poem and to and to meet another uh, a local poet and find out what you're doing and to learn about the the readings that you talked about. Yes, and I hope to see you at the Cobalt Cafe. Sounds good. Great, thank Sounds you, good. Rick. Thank you, Jean. Bye. Bye. Jean Colonymous calling from uh, right here in Southern California in uh, Topanga Canyon, uh, a, a lovely a haven from 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 most of Los Angeles, I guess. And there's an awesome uh, a vegetarian restaurant right up there in the, the top of the hill as well. Um, and uh, I should mention that uh, no money exchanged hands uh, uh, for uh, me to um, have mentioned that to you. So so uh, we're okay. It's all legit. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in is 646-716-736. <coughs> I want to mention I mentioned the Cobalt reading uh, on the second Tuesday of every month. The Valley Contemporary Poets present a poet in our featured reading spot, featured reader spot, on the second Tuesdays, and that's uh, that happens to be this Tuesday. And they're presenting a Valley local Judy Barrett in the featured reading spot. So come out to that if you're in Southern California. Starts at nine o'clock. Uh, the Cobalt opens at eight uh, thirty p.m. Don't get there early. Uh, because it won't be open and you'll be standing in the cold. You don't want that. All right? All right, uh, moving on. Our next caller. Uh, let's see. It looks like our first blocked number of the day. It's a series of ones. Hello. Who did I just put on the air? You've been on hold for like 10 minutes. Say hi. Anybody there? Okay. Never mind. See? I warned you this would happen. All right, we're going to move to our next caller. Um, let's see. Um, hi to ProPictrix. Oh, that's me. That is you. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Is it? Do you have a? Do you have a different name? Yeah, Richard Lynch. Oh, Richard. Hey, the book doc. Yeah, that's me. How's it going? It's going sideways mostly. I hate for it to go directly. Well, you're going to need to put in some uh, extra mirrors, I think. Yeah, yeah, the one on the top, the one on the sides. Yeah, yeah. Richard, <clears throat> let us let us know where where you're calling from. Where am I calling from? Yeah. I wish I knew. <laughs> Is there? I mean, if it's you approximately yeah. Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a good enough approximation. Uh, um, uh, and our first caller from out of, outside of California today, so um, you can write that down as one of your achievements. God, I'm, I, I, I feel accomplished. I have, I have you to thank for it. 
Well, you know, really it's you because you you made the effort to do this. Yeah, well, it wasn't much of an effort. I read the email. I, I can't tell you how many people don't read the email. Um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, based on, you know... Um, it's kind of interesting. Like I, I do a lot of projects on the Poetry Superhighway, as you may know, and and each one has its own submission guidelines, you know. And um, not a day does goes by that uh, someone doesn't attempt to participate in one of these projects, submitting poetry, sending a book in, um, outside of the uh, uh, published guidelines for that project. Well, that would be typical. Yeah, it is. It's typical. Like I, I, I write. Um how do you say technical stuff and i'm a guy that reads the manuals i i have to but uh it's really funny that so many people never do and then they want to call technical support or buy a book on top of that instead because obviously that's a better idea the a book called the thing i want to do for dummies <laughs> Yes. <clears throat> it's a, you know on a serious note I, before we get to your poem I just want to mention you know a lot of people ask me Oh I had a poem? Book. Oh. Well what? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is the poem. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Who knows. Um a lot of people ask me for advice on submitting poetry to places and the number one thing that I can suggest to people besides writing good poetry um is hide that is um I'm hearing an echo in the background. Do you have the speaker on or something? Uh, I guess that, that's the I Skype, of course. That's what it is. Yeah, no, no, Otherwise, right. I wouldn't be able to hear you. Right. right. And that is important that I am I can be heard <laughs> by you. <laughs> um, anyway, the number one thing I can suggest to people um, besides writing quality material and, and putting thought into what you submit is, is following the actual submission guidelines um, uh, because they're different for every publication that you submit to, slightly different. Uh, whether you can submit online or not, what you have to include, the format, etc. Yeah. And because of the huge volume of material that that we publishers receive, it you know we we all have our own systems. And if you if you if you as someone submitting poetry don't submit within that system, it it essentially creates more work for us on top Earthquake. of. You know, on top of what already is a huge amount of uh, uh, work dealing with all this, the submissions, and many publishers actually publish as one of their guidelines: if you don't follow these guidelines, we will not read your material, and you won't hear from us. Period. They'll just toss out your submission unread or delete it unread. So, really, the best advice, besides writing good poetry, read the manual. Read and follow the yeah. instructions for submission. Or read the. Oh, can I say the thing manual? Can I say that? You just did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so so do you have a poem? I, I do. And um, it's sort of interesting because um, I'm looking at, at the, the address that I have on here from where I must have written it, oh, 19 or so years ago. And it and it's sort of terribly horribly fitting at the same time, but um, you won't understand that. I just got divorced, which I'm cool with. Don't say I'm sorry. It was my choice. <clears throat> anyway, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> that's more like it. I'm dating a 22 year old Romanian. How could it be better? <laughs> anyway, please um, send photos. Yeah, I will. I'm 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 partly a photographer, so that uh, one of my plans is actually to paste her all over the world. Anyway, this is called Estranged Hands, and I'm sorry if I'm not as serious as a poet like I should be. I guess <laughs> I wish I'd taken pictures of my hands from the time I was a boy, on my birthday, say, or the day after, and historically important dates. Then mark the pictures, a running history of hands. So I'd know when it was that the odd hairs grew on the back of my knuckles, or when it was I got those scars. Someday I'd know the exact year of my first liver spot, or I'd be able to make a comparison of how my hands looked on odd and even years. 
or be able to tell what was a good year for hands and when they experienced downfall and how they were affected by political and intellectual trends or say like by the Beatles breaking up. But I look at my hands now and I wonder what they were like almost as if they were strangers because I don't know if I know my hands better than anyone else without the pictures that I never took. I walk down the street looking at them like clues to a side of life that happens when I'm not around, wondering what they've done, what they've been doing in hours past that they can't account for or tell me about. Sorry, I had to like tell you it was done. I was gonna. I thought that was still the text of the poem, and I was gonna ask how you spelled that. Yeah. No, you don't remember that from my. Um, oh, it must have been over a year, maybe two. Uh, I did a uh, little thing for you, like a spoken word thing. And at the end, generally, like what I do is I hit the buzzer. That, Got that's, it. That's I, one of I my, don't remember this. When, when yeah, well, it's one of the things that I do so that people know when a poem's over. Interesting. Well, it's good to know. I, I think I'm going to try that uh, in person the next time I give a reading. <laughs> Richard, um, I uh, the callers are stacking up, so I want to thank you for oh, calling. Sorry. Do you, do, no, it's okay. Do you have a, a, a website or anything you can send no, people I don't to? Plug anything. Okay. Well, so like we should just say that people should forget this whole thing then. Yeah, generally, yeah. Unless it was good for them, and then they can take that to heart and. Cool. Well, um, I'm I'm really glad to hear your voice, um, and uh, great to hear your poem. And um, congratulations it, that, again. By the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm sorry. What did you say? I was. I, did I was... it make sense at least? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh good. These are the little things that I hope for. <laughs> glad, to, <laughs> glad to oblige with with something little, <laughs> which is usually my calling card. Um, Richard, thank you so much for calling in. Great to talk with you. Hope to hope it happens again. Enjoy, Rick. All right, bye. Or should I say, <clears throat> all right, that was Richard Lynch calling from somewhere in the vicinity of Buffalo, New York, uh, which is the destination of the Erie Canal, in case you happen to be floating upon that body of water. Uh, though a good deal of it is paved over at this point, so it may not work out for you. Um, all right, moving along, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 325 area code. Hello. You there, 325? Hello. Hi, who's this? Hi, my name is Tina Adams. Did, did you say Hi. Tina Adams? Tina Adams, yes, sir. Hi, Tina. Nice yes. to meet you. Where are you calling from? Uh, Austin, Texas. Austin. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you got a poem for us? I do. Uh, it's called Darkness Looms. <clears throat> Slowly he engulfed creeping in and blanketing my mind, knowing this familiar only praying for escape. He shadows my heart and soul, smothering my existence, threatening my peace of mind to the point of no return. He is a tragedy within, a never-ending companion, lurking at every pass and ever-consuming storm. Will he overcome me? Will, Will he overcome me? Stealing the joy from my heart, today a longing from within for the days away from him, to the peaceful days from before, the radiant sunshine and beautiful meadows, the breathtaking sunsets, and the peace within my soul. That's all. Very nice, Tina. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Uh, do you? Is there anything in in Austin that you want to tell us about that uh, that happens with poetry? Um, I haven't really been out there a lot. As far I mean, you know, out to the the stuff that they have. I know they have a lot of stuff going on, but. I haven't really done that much. <laughs> well, I can tell you, um, uh, I highly recommend. Have you have you ever been to a reading? I have not. No. 
<laughs> well, one of the best things you can do as a writer is to go to a poetry reading. You know, show up to an open reading, uh, read your poem in front of people, and uh, hear other people's poetry live. It's uh, you're, you develop an instant cadre of colleagues, and uh, and it, and it will do nothing but help your work. Wow. No, I haven't really. Uh, I just uh, wrote a book uh, this last year, and have a couple more that I'm writing, and plus I'm working on poems too. But I haven't really, I haven't really done that yet. But I'm kind of bashful. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm even calling. Well, it is, you know. Uh, well, it's a brave thing that you did calling, but uh, as you can see, it's it's pretty easy. It's just like talking to someone on the phone. But um, and it is a little more ner- more nerve wracking going to a reading for the first uh, the first time. I should say you're you're right. I remember I was pretty nervous the first time I did it. But um, everyone's kind of in the same boat, you know, and uh, you're just kind of putting yourself out there. Um, and I found for the most part that at open readings, it's uh, people are, are it's it's a supportive crowd, you know. Uh, so you're really good, and and the more that you do it, uh, outside of the fact that you're nervous a, a bit at the beginning, the the more confidence you'll build uh, towards actually doing it. So uh, you might as well. You, you've gotten this far. Right. Well, I really appreciate it. No problem. Well, Tina, um, thanks again for uh, for calling in. Um, and uh, next time you call in, I want to hear about a reading that you went to in Austin. Uh, I do have a website. Oh, well, let us know what it is. It's uh, http grandparentstoday.org. Grandparentstoday.org. Is that a poetry website? Uh, no, it's from a book. The first <laughs> book that I wrote. Yeah. What's, your, what's your book about? It's called Grandparents Today. Uh, it's about grandparents raising their grandchildren. You know, like if they have to adopt them and, you know. Oh wow! Okay, it's a it's a resource guide to help them for you know with that. Right. Okay. Well, cool. well, I hope that uh, that is a successful project for you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Well, Tina, thanks again for calling in. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate All right. it. No problem. Okay. Thank you. That was uh, Tina calling from Austin, Texas. All right. We got about uh, well, according to my uh, blog talk radio. Studio dashboard here. Uh, 18 minutes and three seconds left in the show, so uh, we've got time for you. Call in six four six seven one six seven three six two. Our next caller is from the five one three area code. Hello. Hello, this is Romeo Natty. How's it going, Romeo? I'm doing well. How are you feeling? Doing good, thanks. Have you been since the last time you called? I've been doing pretty well. Um, album is almost complete. Try and get it out in the next 45 days. Well, I'm working on my single. <laughs> Had a couple shows in my city. And next month, I have a few shows in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, you're, you you call from Cincinnati, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, let's hear your poem. This poem is titled, Lost. As if you lend me your ear, so I can touch your mind, feel your heart, and enter to your soul with my thoughts. What do you write? When you feel you've lost your reason for enjoying life, and the one thing that made you smile is nowhere in sight. Feeling lower than the lowest height. Emotions got your mind thinking wrong, even though feelings feel so real and right. Trapped in darkness, praying the Lord send you back your light. Not tonight, but now. Expect me to go through life without my heart. How? That's not a question, because I already know the answer. I want to be with you. But I feel the need to be even more true, which is I need to be with you. I breathe you. Call me partially blind because I only see you. When a man loves, he professes his love for his love, for her love. So that's what I'm here to do. I want to love you. 
each and every second of the days of my life, I want to love you more than a husband could love a wife. And if that's impossible, then I want to love you enough to give up my life, to give you life. So the truth is I would die for you, but this truth will never die. I live for you. That's one of the reasons I do what I do when I'm doing what I do when I do for you. I want to love you. That's the least respecting to do. I told you I want to love you. What else you respect me to do? I want to be all you need me to be. I'll study Shakespeare so I can properly say and translate. I must I yearn to be with thee. I wish I knew the words that would bring back my joy to me. But I feel... I'll be writing forever. That's my thoughts. Cool, Romeo. Uh, the classic Romeo Donati style. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. It's uh, good to hear about all the things that you have going on. I hope you, I hope you meet that deadline of getting that album out in 45 days. Yeah, definitely. Hope so. But I want I thought... it perfect, so um, that's what I'm shooting for most. Sure, getting it right is the best thing. I, you know, I've I've always found setting a deadline like like if I'm going to put a book out or something, if I schedule a publication reading for it, then I know I have to get the book out by then, and it really helps set a fire under me, and it and it makes it happen. Okay, think on that too. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thanks for calling in. Hope all is good in uh, in Ohio. All right. Um... Don't hang up on me. I'm going to listen for a little while. I'm going to on you. Okay. That, well, I, can you can you listen on the computer? Or No, I'm not. But, I mean, if you ain't got enough lines, then that's cool. Uh, it's not a matter of lines. It's just more of a I, – I get confused when there's callers still in the dashboard. I think I still have, I have people on the air, so that's the confusing part. But. Uh, oh, well, my hand isn't up, is it? Well, it's <laughs> – uh, it's not how it works on this end. It's just uh, you're either in the dashboard or you're not. But uh, I'll put you on mute, and I'll try to remember not to put you back on. <laughs> how about that? All right, take it easy. All right, that was uh, 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 Romeo calling from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, working on his new album. Uh, um, there you go. Thanks for calling in, Romeo. Okay, moving along. we got 14 minutes left. Let's see if we can get to everyone here. Um, i got a blocked caller. i got a series of ones. Hello, who's on the air? Hi, Rick. It's Michael. Can you hear me? Michael, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. Uh, so you've got other callers. Um, I've got a composition of four panels. Ekphrastic, uh, ekphrastic uh, uh, project here. Uh, the super title is called Vera Iconica. Uh, panel number one, after quotes, Milan's nice. 1649 engraving of Veronica's veil. He weaves a single line spiraling off the tip of a nose until Christ's headshot appears. Panel two is prompted by Bernini designed it and Francesco Mochi. Uh, he actually finished the sculpture, um, uh, did the work on it, 1629, and Domenico Fetti's 1680 portrait painting of the Vale of Veronica. Uh, that can be found at amazedzincane.com, amazed-zincane.com, spring, summer 2004. So I won't air that one. That's the second one in the panel. Um, three, the third one is entitled Leather and Lace, Sable on Blonde, Dark Upon Light. Swaddling veil turns sweat cloth, unveiling to reveal miracle of life, like that night divine. Panel four. He looks the same for both sides of the dated cloth. Effects not possible, reversed by God identical JC's image, pulsates. Rick, this is Michael from Birmingham. I know you have other callers, so if you need to go ahead and move on, I totally understand, and I'll talk to you next month. A good Passover and Easter season to you. Michael, I really appreciate you calling in. Thanks for sharing the the ekphrastic poetry with us. 
Yeah, I looked forward to it. Uh, some of these uh, already existed. Some of them I revised a couple, lots of new lines, and I put it together for today's programs. Glad to share it with the uh, the poetry network out there. Talk to you next month. All right, take it easy. That was uh, Michael Calling from Birmingham, Alabama, sharing some McFrastic poetry uh, 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 with us as well. Um, <clears throat> I was glad to hear Michael um, on Poetry Superhighway Live. Our next caller is... Uh, Let's see, from the uh, 219 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi, 219. Wh- who am I talking to? Tommy Ricketts. Tommy, did you say? Yeah, Tommy Ricketts. Uh, where are you calling from, Tommy? Jamaica. Jamaica? Wow, yes. our first uh, our first caller ever from Jamaica. Fantastic. So glad to talk with you. Yes, I have been subscribed to your newsletter for quite a while now. And I decided I would call in today. Really great to hear your voice. So do you have a do you have a poem for us, Tommy? Yes, yes. Um, okay. <laughs> it's entitled the poem is trying to kill me. <laughs> the poem is trying to kill me. I'm not crazy. I'm disguised as an apostrophe. Poem can't see me. I'm hiding behind these blind verbs, being hunted by bailiffs, the ones with the letters, they're killers, trying to rewrite me, repossess my identity. This is no conspiracy theory delusion. They've got weapons of mass destruction. I've seen them, codename Pen. I'm not crazy. The poem tried to overwrite me. Poem comes rummaging through my home, seismic syntaxing my cornerstone, disregarding my walls and doors, intimidating my ceilings and floors, terrorizing my contented neighborhood of verses, altering lifelong literary courses, columbusing my intellectual sensibilities, implementing idiosyncratic languages, blaspheming my sacred scribal sanctuary, and when I try to kill me, I'm not crazy. Found some friendly freedom-fighting adjectives, outlawed and branded as expletives. But we get along fine. Sometimes we just blow up sentences, unleash our existential, unconventional, literati craze. But the poem is never faced. I'm not afraid of you, poem. Let's face off one final time. You and I on that empty page and let rage do the commanding. See who is left. Sometimes I just lay there, motionless and bare. Let poem write itself. And when it's done, I sign my name. Tommy, great. I um I'm just glad that you survived the murder attempt. <laughs> Let me ask you very quickly, uh, because I want to try to get to at least a couple other callers uh before we run out of time. Yeah. Is there a, 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 a reading community in, in Jamaica? Can you go to poetry readings uh there? Yes. It's um a lot of readings, but the main one is on the Poetry Society of Jamaica, which has a reading last Tuesday of the month at the Edna Manley College for the Visual and Performing Arts. Wonderful. Well, um, I'm I'm so glad to learn about it and to hear um, to hear really my first poet from Jamaica reading reading a poem that I enjoyed quite a bit. Thank you so much for calling in. Well, thanks for having me. No problem. Call in again, okay? We do this every month. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was uh, Tommy from Jamaica. Um, moving right on to. Let's see, a caller from the 212 area code. Hi, 212. Hi, that must be me. This That's is Kenny Payne. Thank you very much for the support, Rick. No problem. Where are you calling from? I'm New York City. Of course, I know that area code. <laughs> Kenny, let's hear your poem. Um, I'm going I'm to do the poem that you just featured, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Quinsama Sarah Force, that I do it real quick. Head wrapped with thick layers of gold ribbons, that decorative binding unleashed in those seventies posters. A body that I swore was gold plated. I'm sorry. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Let me get it back. My body, I swore was going to play that. I can still see that welcoming smile opening the gates of a white picket fence. Every teenage boy's dream was taped to his bedroom wall. Thank you. Right. I remember that poem. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that It really spoke to my youth, I should say. Um, that classic poster of Farrah Fawcett. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. With, with her hair arranged that it, it uh, subtly had the word sex in it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that whole thing. Um, cool. Well, so glad to hear it live. Thank you for calling in, man. Not a problem. Thank you so much for um, supporting me. My pleasure. All right, cool. That was uh, Kenny calling from uh, New York City. Just rushing through uh, callers right now because I want to get to as many people as possible with the few minutes that we have left. Uh, our next caller is uh, from the 323 area code. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? This is Charlie Zero. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm I'm still good. Where where are you calling from? Um, Hollywood. Hollywood, fantastic. I'll be there later today. Um, nice, t- nice. <laughs> so so Anyways, look for, look for um, would you, we'll, let's hear your poem. Get the show we're, we're, rolling. Yes, yes, get the show rolling. Um, yeah, let's, let's hear the this poem. poem is, this poem is called Apophis. And here goes. Dead species auctioning themselves into decomposed gods. 666 schizophrenia needs too much CNN for amputational cinema. Re-edit disjunctive mud halos by the year 3571. They sniff between the fugitive's dream and so oblivion exits towards a technique incubus. Asteroids on wheelchairs. Venus ejaculates black unicorn Mormons. Untitled Renaissance squeezed the blue egg. Cyborg Neanderthals hacked into our DNA capsules so they can corrupt our genetic pseudo-mask. The universe is upgrading the N1 spasm from the prosthetic humanoid runner. End. So that's what Venus has been doing this whole time. (laughs) I will be looking up in the sky with great interest over the next few nights, uh, uh, Charlie. Um, thank you so much for calling in uh, and sharing the poem. Do you, you got a website or something you want to shout out? Uh, I have a WordPress. Uh, it's um, charlie01.wordpress.com. I'm Googleable. charlie01.wordpress.com. Char- charlie01.wordpress.com. Is it the number one or the word one? No, no the number one. Got it. Just posted it in the chat room in case anyone wants to click. I'm I'm going to get to another caller, but Charlie, thanks so much for calling. Call in again. Love that piece. Thank you so much. See you again. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. That was uh, Charlie Zero calling from here in Hollywood, and I think we can squeeze in one more caller if it's a quick poem from the uh, 818 area code. Hi. Oh, hi, Rick. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know how short it is. Me neither. <laughs> you, who am I talking to, first of all? This is Sean, Sean Mahoney. Oh, hi, Sean. Uh, you're calling from here in Southern Cal, or, or what, where are you calling from? I'm in Santa Ana. Santa Ana, okay. Well, give it a go. All right, a brush with a thinner. Early this morning, I ascended the scaffold with a brush and a pail half full, eye to eye with the virgin who wept and railed me for bubbling like air, isolated in pockets of water where she couldn't reach me. I grinned. I want her to reach me, but she can't swim. She shimmies on the corrugated tin side of a warehouse where the faithful, lamb, pilgrim, convert, daily gather. And she speaks to me even as I hold a brush against the lips I seek to erase. She rails me more for having turned my head around so many times I took to making the sign across her heavenly chest and shoulder, and forehead. She has limitations, and limited patience. I want her to reach me before I realize that I am no longer breathing only air. She rifles through dictionaries for imperfect words, for the atomic weight of passive verbs. These she weaves into a thatch of broken light bulbs and deep thigh bruises. This is agony. I want her to take my hands off, 
and kissed them forgiven after I have sloshed her repeatedly with a sign across her belly, kneecap, and her heaven, not the lips. I need for her to continue singing. So early this evening, as her father rose, I came down off the scaffold and stopped removing her. Eye to toe with a vision of the virgin, a heavily crossed 40-foot virgin. She railed me again for being so isolated, like a thinner in pails where I couldn't brush against her, kneel before her, and spit-shine her large, chipping feet. She has questions, she says. Ask me to recite the periodic table. Ask me if the bones of the finger that distend the brush can clear the milky film from those eyes, those brilliant, large, sad eyes. Sean, thanks so much for calling in. Um, I'm just fresh out of time right now, so I can't talk with you anymore, but uh, great to hear your piece. Call in again, okay? Cheers. All right, that was Sean from Santa Ana, California. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Our next show is going to be on April 7th. Um, Have a great rest of your day, and uh, happy upcoming National Poetry Month. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.